Got a bad bitch on me. What? What? Got a bad bitch on me. She D T F. She tell me she D T F. I heard she D T F. What? And you ain't hanging with the team if you ain't down to fuck. Okay. Well, Lord, mama. Welcome to DTF, the Daryl Timory Fun Hour, the greatest sex education comedy. Sometimes podcast, sometimes live show, currently podcast in the known universe. Soon to be live show Ooh, in the known universe. Yeah. Uh, hello, I'm your resident sexuality educator, Dr. Timory. And I'm Daryl Charles. Welcome back. Thank you. Hi. Hey, remember us? Oh my God. It's been a second. We, uh, we were, so for those who are just tuning in today, that that's wild. Uh, we've been doing the show for like nine years. Right. And it was a monthly live show for most of it. Mm-hmm. And then we decided uh, when your little president took society away that, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> that we were going to make it a podcast weekly. People had nothing to do. So we're yeah. like, oh, yeah, well, I mean, we home. And then we did it weekly for a very uh, an intrepidly long like time. Like two years there. Dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For something that got thrown into laps. Mm-hmm. Right, it was like, man, look at that. Uh, I, I was like, I'm, I'm fighting for my life harder than I thought I would, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> harder than any doctor thought I would. I, I know that, yeah. So, yeah. the good news is, um, we are back with a live show, mm-hmm. and it is September 9th at Frankie Bradley. So, that's the, the space where we had our live show before. It is a part of yep. Free Fringe Philly, so which means that it is free, all you have to do is get there. Yeah. That's it. Walk in, sit down, keep your hands to yourself, have a good time. If you would like to donate money, we are not going to stop you. In fact... We will certainly be stopping the show to ask you for money. (laughs) However, you uh, will be able to watch it for free, and you don't have to give us money. Uh, You know, you don't have to. You don't. But as you can tell, as how we've mentioned it a number of times, we would very much like that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh... Bring your friends. It'll be it'll be fun. It's a nice early show, and then you can stay for the dance party afterwards. Right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm probably gonna. I mean, twerking is kind of on the table. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't had a chance to twerk with my good friend mm-hmm. for going on three years oh, at this point. We could have been doing it this whole I mean, time. You know, <laughs> really should. We've been too busy. Uh, you teaching me how to play boy band builder. <laughs> Daryl, explain what Boy oh, Band man. Builder is because people need to know about this. Yeah, uh, this is a game that I was on a Midwestern tour. Shout out to David Piccolomini who took me with him. And uh, we were in uh, Minneapolis, I think. And we hung out with some friends of his. And this was a game that one of his friends had uh, helped with like the Indiegogo or whatever, like the, the campaign to give them enough money. And so I was gifted one of the copies and it is a game where you play a Lou Pearlman I believe is that person's name you play the manager of a boy band and you shop for boys for your boy band and it is boy band builder uh, almost positive there are no girls Yeah, there is a seen. bunny rabbit but anyway th- there's a <laughs> bunch of characters you have on your team they all have stats you build your band and then your band competes to get gigs and win money and the hokier you play it the more fun it is yeah, it's good clean fun 
Yeah. It's good, clean yeah. fun, and I can't recommend it enough. You can get it on uh, the internet multi-glomerate of your choice. <laughs> it can be delivered directly to you, perhaps through a quick access program that you uh, signed up for years ago and continue to pay for and forgot about. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, also, yeah. did you introduce yourself yet? Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. I said I'm Daryl Charles. Oh, okay. right. I, I just said I'm Daryl okay. Charles. What, what what am I? Um, uh, I'm the D in DTF. I mean that's true. <laughs> that's absolutely true on every level. <laughs> that's 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 all I am. I'm, uh, what's in a name? That's yeah, I'm the other person. The other I'm the, uh, the the sometimes comedic relief, uh, many times the proxy for the audience. Mm who has no idea what they're talking about. Oh. And then uh, a, a wonderful doctor of human sexuality uh, clarifies it for the benefit of all involved. Aww. Yeah, we have fun. It's a good time. Yeah, <laughs> we have a good time, which is why we've kept it going yeah. as long and why we are doing it once again yeah. on September 9th yes. at Frankie Bradley's in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And I do have aspirations for it to come back for regular regular, but this is what we can do for right now because our venue is very exciting. It's going through a bunch of changes and expansions, so we just don't have yeah. more information. But we are super stoked to be a part of Free yeah, Friend. We, we we have not we have not abandoned you. Um, you know, um, we have not abandoned you. Thank you for continuing yeah. to be subscribed. Yeah. Uh, in the hopes that another episode was coming out. What's up, uh, Len? Um, <laughs> Shout out to him. him. He 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 said that we were one of his favorite podcasts to listen to Aww. shortly before we stopped making new episodes. So shout out <laughs> to Len. Please uh, listen to the Michelle Mission. It's another podcast. That show's great. That, uh, we were on there talking the about Twa. And guess what's finally on Plex? Twa. Twa? Yes. Oh. Yes. So y'all should check out the episode oh. we were on. Uh, oh, check out the episode we were on. And if you can get Twa... It's uh, make it a party. Weird. The way people weirdly the amazing. way uh, it's been explained to us by our intrepid producer Floyd Vonnegut. The way people wa- should watch RRR mm. is, in my opinion, the way people should watch Twa in a rowdy theater, like a group of yelling people played up too loud, just cheering for no reason. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm into it. It's a, it's a, it's a wildly interesting yes. movie. Yeah. Uh, Alas, yeah. Um, all right, so shall we shall we get to the business? Yeah, we might as well right. start with uh, our first regular segment uh, today is going to be the fucking news. All right, so um, a lot has happened since we last <laughs> recorded this show. Um, <laughs> one of the big things that happened is um, year something that people have been saying was going yeah. to happen for the last seven years. Yeah. But please, yeah. Continue. So, uh, thanks to Mitch McConnell's um, political maneuvering, the Supreme Court now exists basically just as another wing of the Republican Party, and yeah. uh, it's just real bad now. It's just bad. Mm-hmm. They do bad stuff now. And one of the bad things mm-hmm. they did was overturn uh, the constitutional right to determine what happens to your own body. And next up, wild. it could be yeah. anything. It could be any right that we have determined since the 14th Amendment. So, like, well, right. anything's well, on the books saying now. Well, it's saying that, like, they're, they're doing this kind of originalist idea of what personal rights mean. 
which you know if you want to get all originalist I'm, I'm, I'm two fifths more than they thought <laughs> and uh, the fact that I own land uh, would have really pissed them mm. off they, they would have been upset they, they I, would have I called have us land. both uppity yeah <laughs> oh yeah without a doubt without a doubt yeah. uppity would oh boy yeah I, I, I got both feet and they can't do nothing to me this bothers them mm-hmm. uh-huh. and you know I hope that they die mad about it mm. I hope that they died mad that it was all falling down in front of them and they knew there was nothing they could do but yeah they probably lived wonderfully. They died on nice pillows that were made by indentured people. Oh. Uh, they 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 had like a last piece of filet mignon with teeth that were ripped out of another human being. Oh my god! Yeah, this got yeah. dark yeah. real fast. It didn't. It? Yeah, well, didn't it? we did get Back into the, DTF, the fucking news. Yeah. Um, all right, the so. dark times podcast <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah the thing that the big thing that happened was the uh reversal of roe v wade which had basically just said that uh we have a right to privacy that's that's effectively what it says and as a right. result of that you can make medical decisions by your own self with you and your doctor and and no random uh republican in the middle of the state of pennsylvania gets to tell you about it and that's that was right. pretty much the deal for 50 years uh, and and for, for so many years, and there, uh, there were so many uh, Republican-led legislatures that put uh, laws into place that effectively banned it, waiting Yeah, we're talking for... about abortion, by the way. If we haven't yeah, been explicit about, about this, we're talking about the right to abortion. Very true. They, 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 uh, so there were a lot of trigger laws put in place uh, in a number of states that uh, effectively banned abortion. Um some of these states not even with the case of rape incest <laughs> fatal fetal anomalies mm. yeah so that's sorry i threw up in my own mouth yeah so there were there were a mixture like you said there were a mixture of states that already just like had laws in the books and a trigger law basically works that like right now we know that this law is not constitutional but the moment but the moment that the supreme court is packed with a with at least two uh credibly accused sexual abusers then we'll be able to have this happen and sure enough Mm. that happened and uh so Mm -hmm. then those trigger laws then come into play and a bunch of other states have since then started banning abortion because they can't and uh a few examples would include states uh like indiana and Indiana put in place a, a total ban on abortion, so it's not even like a. For for the record, like fetal heartbeat is is nonsense. What they're actually right. uh, reflecting is after about like six weeks after your last period, there's like sort of a little bit of a tube that <laughs> develops in the fetus. Mm. It would it would not be fair to call it a, a heart or cardiac activity. Um, right, it like is, it, it could not survive. Oh, no. On its own at all. A fetus like can't a survive on its own for like a, until at least 20, 21 weeks. So it's right. just, it's silly nonsense to say like six weeks means from your last period. So like most people don't even know they're pregnant by that point. But anyway, yeah. like Indiana put a ban in, it's total, total ban, and hard fought over whether or not they would have any exceptions in there if, if someone is raped or the victim of incest or if the if the fetus is definitely going to die like it will not survive 
uh, or if the pregnant person is going to die as a result of the pregnancy. Those those were things they fought over because there were a bunch of yeah, Republicans those were things who were like, there no. are There are people who are elected who did not want that to happen. Yeah. They were like, I definitely said, think no, you should. I'd rather the lady die. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Basically. I'd rather the lady die. I'd rather the child be born with um, horrible abnormalities. That's that's hyperbole. Um, I mean, it's, uh, but it's the fact is what they're preferring right. is what they would literally prefer. And like I've had conversations with those kind of people where I mean, they basically when it comes down to it, like what is clear, the underlying value isn't life at all. It's about punishing women for having sex. Like they're like, yeah. she made her choice. And it's like, interesting. Do yeah. we also then kill the guy that knocked her up? Like. Right. Should he then just also get shot as a result because we're just out here right. killing people? It, like, it, none of it holds up to serious, no, uh, logical, moral, or scientific review. Um, I I do believe, yeah, a, a lot of these people just really want there to be a penalty. They have some outsized notion that young people are having sex and booking abortions at the same time like they're like you want to have some sex cool let me call up my abortion doctor to make sure they're free in less than six weeks mm. that's that's not what's happening at all um it's nobody's business uh what happens when it comes to that kind of thing uh as far as daryl's concerned it's cheap and afford and not even cheap it's it's health care mm-hmm. that uh can be used to help people um uh in and out of a variety of situations but you know nobody cares what I think, except for you, intrepid <laughs> listener. Yeah. Thank you again. Yeah. Um, so. <sighs> yeah, but and that got uh, me thinking, I, though. I mean, I, that got me thinking. So, like, in in fairness, like, if I were a person who just I don't just genuinely uh, was opposed to abortion for whatever reason, probably because like I hadn't really thought they through just how anything want people works. People just suffer. <laughs> well, because it's don't want people having fun. Yeah, because I mean, the thing is, is, like, if you think that it's wrong, you should still think that it's wrong in case of incest or rape and and the thing is is like could like consistently my opinion is it's none of anybody's business same same as what you just said that these decisions are best left to healthcare professionals and then the individuals who are involved because we don't require you know humans to donate their organs and their blood just to help someone else survive we have bodily autonomy so obviously i stand on the side of like pro-abortion access however if you're for whatever reason against it, I actually think philosophically you should just go ahead and be against it. Uh, right. And then I think it is really interesting that you would make an exception. Don't do it. Be a part of the solution. We're, right? If you get pregnant, have a goddamn kid. I like, mean, that's their that's their opinion, right? Like that's what they want to believe. But my my thought you're is right to do. But th- what, the next person's right is the problem. Yeah. So I think like these exceptions for rape and incest are like just the barest minimum, like basement level recognition of the humanity of the pregnant person right that's it is and and i hate it basement level it draws the conversation away from rational discourse right yes like they jump straight to these horrific circumstances where i i I do stand up about it but like i always say do you know what a good reason to have an abortion is i like to sleep in like that's a fine reason (laughs) uh naps yeah. are very important and I don't know many pa- young parents who have them yeah uh you know uh, it really shouldn't have to be like this terrible issue yeah like come on man it like, shouldn't yeah I shouldn't have to 
be nearly dying for you to recognize right. that I get to make but this choice for myself. This yeah. happens with a lot of our conversations, right? Like yeah. the the question of should the police be able to murder innocent citizens comes down to did the innocent citizen stop everything they were doing and fight the urge to run away from mm. a known killer or not? Mm-hmm. Did they did they talk back? Like again, victim blaming. The conversation yeah. gets pushed into this stupid yeah region yeah um so so yeah yeah, on this issue um i mean the first thing is really it's like (laughs) why is it that like only in the cases of having your your bodily autonomy autonomy like horrifically violated do we then finally respect it right is that so that's the fascinating thing about a rape exception and then the other big question is like okay so logistically how the fuck do you enforce this law and so then right. i started looking and i was like so what do you do how do you prove it right there's no medical way to prove a rape most people mm-hmm. don't even come forward with uh with their experiences when they're sexually assaulted especially in the case of incest they're highly reticent because you're gonna literally have to snitch on someone in your family the, yeah the, and you have to deal with the rest of your family yeah. after you make the accusation the fear and of a retaliation lot of times in those situations where someone's abused by an elder the other elders mm-hmm. are not standing there vigilant mm-hmm. to make sure that nothing happens badly to these children. Yeah. They're usually walking around saying that these kids are out of pocket mm. and they are being loose. Yeah. So anyway. so that is a, yeah. a very serious concern, right? Like, so are we going to force people to like go then interact with the cops? Are you going to have to file a police report? Do you have to endure a trial? Like, at what point uh, can you can you say? All right, cool. We we declare that this this uh, pregnancy is a result of this thing. Like, in right. so I looked into it, and it depends on where you are. And in in places like I think it's um, there's like Utah and Ohio uh, don't have exceptions. There's also uh, some places in the <laughs> South. Surprising, uh, too many wives out there to have exceptions. You hear me? <laughs> so, like in in some of these cases, you have to present uh, evidence that you filed a police report, and that's actually a really difficult thing to do because they don't just like mm-hmm. hand you paperwork. It's not like a receipt. If there's an active investigation going on, and it usually isn't something you clear up in an afternoon, uh, right. then you have nothing that you can come forward with. And if the abortion provider is facing like 15 years in jail for providing an abortion mm-hmm. uh, they're not going to do it and and then yeah. time passes and it becomes too late to like feasibly have the procedure right done. and that's the thing it's like I'll never not say that all of these arguments are in bad faith but it's similar to this same argument against uh, uh, a gender affirming things for trans people it's like let's just slow it down and let nature take its course it's like no um people will die mm-hmm. like you you will get beyond the statute of limitations you have on when an abortion's okay and that's kind of your point right? yeah to it's just very make much. it a hassle yeah and the further you delay it it just it gets more complicated and slightly riskier and abortion is actually right. an incredibly safe procedure it is much safer than being pregnant it's it's a lot mm-hmm. easier on your body than giving birth mm-hmm. but if you do Cheaper it too. yeah but if you do it early early it's so much safer it is so uncomplicated but the longer and longer and longer this drags out then the more it becomes risky and the more expensive it gets too and 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 people get priced out of it as well and and the the horror stories that people on the other side used to say like oh my god they're doing all this stuff like this happens usually because someone doesn't know and then can't find out and terminate the pregnancy in a, a an expedient manner 
usually do to the same lawsuit they're defending. Yeah, I mean, like, this is this is a very practical consideration. And, and there's also the very big issue of, all right, so how how are we going to uh, enforce any of this? And then what is the punishment, right? Like, this is always a question that I ask people who are mm-hmm. anti-choice. I'm like, all right, so what do you think the punishment should be for the pregnant person? And very often they haven't thought any of this through. Because, sure. like, they, they are not willing to... Uh, let their money go towards you know the education or healthcare of these kids but I guess right. they would be fine with you know like if you ask somebody like w- if somebody didn't have a home would you be willing to spend like $150,000 of taxpayer funding to give them a house no well what if they did a petty crime <laughs> and then you're fine with it then you're fine with spending that money on housing right. them in jail <laughs> so, yeah like, yeah well, the thing is, you know, a jail is where the people who are beneath me go. Mm. And it's very important that there be people beneath me. Because if people aren't beneath me, then I might be held accountable for my actions. Oh, my God. It, I'm, the, the life that I'm living, any parts of it that I don't like, is not to keep everyone from devolving. It's just because I made terrible decisions mm-hmm. or I didn't use all of the things that were at my disposal at the time. It, you know. No. So uh, in the case of Indiana specifically, uh, it does. I combed through everything I could find, all the different versions of the bill and everything. They don't. And you have a wonderful article on uh, PhillyWeekly.com. And it is. Explains all of this. Yeah. So full of sources, you can tell that I was an academic. (laughs) I mean, the the links, son, the links in here. I was like, yo, like. As I was reading it, I was like, well, God, like, here's the final word on it, because all of the receipts are right there using the full power of the Internet. The Mm -hmm. receipts are right there. You could click on the words as you disbelieve them. Mm -hmm. You'd be like, what? That can't be true. Why is this underlined in yellow? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, click on it and you see an article or a paper that says that this is exactly the truth. Um, But, you know, (sighs) that's the problem with bad faith actors and disingenuous. Yeah, so it, uh, I mean, it was interesting because I was people. reading about these uh, these bills, and it was actually incredibly difficult to. I mean, you can find any bill online, but it was incredibly difficult to sort through this one to see like what is the means of enforcement. How are they going to determine that a raper incest took place? Like, and it is unclear. Right. And so my my guess is they're going to do it like some places do, which is just basically like if you say that that's what happened they have to take you at your word but like i think that's why republicans were so up in arms about it is because they're like well you know there's still going to be all these like babies murdered and it's like they're mm-hmm. they're not it's fetuses and also second like um shut up <laughs> like you don't actually care about any of these people and right exactly it's like, i'd rather you just say no 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 i think anyone that has a penis inside of them deserves to be punished mm-hmm. for it so yeah, it's like uh, it's sort of unclear what's going to actually happen, how this is going to play out. It's ironic because Indiana was in the news just weeks before that uh, because a ten-year-old had mm-hmm. to travel from Ohio to get an abortion in Indiana. A ten-year-old, so that is by definition a, and if you wanna, an example of if rape. You want to witness like good old-fashioned evil? Go and look up how many people tried to say that this is like some conspiracy by mm-hmm. the left to uh, gain to curry favor 
Yeah. Like this person didn't really exist. This wasn't a rape. The, this was just the attorney like, general of the state said that. Dog, the attorney general of the state got on TV to say, uh, fuck this baby. Uh, we don't know anything until the dude was actually arrested. Which is and rare. Went through the legal system for this rape that he committed. It is so and, rare you know, that somebody actually gets caught for sexual There assault. are people in Indiana who I love. I have been there. I've been to Indianapolis. I've performed in Indianapolis. There are people there who I would I would give body parts to if they really needed it, but they're probably fine, and who know, even knows if our blood matches. The, but, yo, as a state, I'm very disappointed in y'all. And, I mean, you know. Well, I don't think that most y'all had people... Y'all Mike Pence. Also, so. most people don't actually support this. That's the other funny thing is, like, if you oh, look yeah. at the Pew Research on, you know, beliefs about abortion in Indiana you find it's actually fairly conservative compared to most of the U.S. and it's like mm-hmm. roughly uh, around 50-50 whether people are like yeah abortion should be legal in all instances no it should be illegal in, in many cases but it is rare to find a person who's like even if it was a result of rape or incest that's one of the few things that Americans can agree on it's somewhere yeah, between like, 69 like when and 75 you get to percent something where it's like 60 something percent of Americans agree like when you get to like towards 70 that is you it's hard to find something where two-thirds yeah. of the public yeah. agrees especially when you consider it's probably a good 10 20 percent of the public who thinks that I shouldn't have rights period yeah, I mean, there's there's always going to be a dumb portion of the population, and so right. like you're gonna you're never gonna get a hundred percent. But like that is a pretty like all this is telling us is that these like Republican lawmakers, because it's exclusively Republicans who mm-hmm. are doing this incredibly radical legislation that yeah. is not representative of the population against the will of the people. Yeah, yep. It is not at all representative, and, and you know, it, you know it, it makes sense. They haven't won a national election uh, in a very long time. Yeah, and like Eli so Lilly, kind of, which is one of the big employers in the state, it's a big pharmaceutical company. So you know, they're certainly not like an uh, an ethical actor, and they definitely donate to plenty of these Republican lawmakers. Sure. They came out you and they're to. like, "We are going to seriously reconsider uh, how much we can, you know, like ha- operate in this state because we're going to not sure. be able to attract top talent because of this bullshit." It's, like, <laughs> it's so nutty. You're I mean, gonna you have, know, like the. Like, kids not go to college there as a result of this. You know, you're going to have a huge brain drain as a result. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. And it's it's sad, but, yeah, that's kind of the last resort of the thing where you have to try to get to the individuals and be like, your pure existence is supporting this. What are you going to do about it? And that's that's unfair, right, to to, to visit that on the individuals in Indiana because... Who knows how they voted? They probably voted against it, and it still ended up happening. Yeah, I mean, we talked about this. I think it was like one of the last episodes that we recorded. The you know, uh, you know, it's kind of like if Roe v. Wade gets overturned, like what will be the carrot for getting people to vote Republican anymore? Like what, right. other than just like xenophobia? Like what is their platform beyond that? There's a lot of people who like put up with Trump because they wanted abortion to go away and now mm-hmm. that now that that is happening like i'm very curious to see what what's going to go on and so far yeah, the midterms single thing is yeah i, I mean the i know what it are is. Indicating it's the hard are. R. that's what they're mm-hmm. really waiting on i, I mean you know this there is a it, it's the the want to kind of codify into law a 
status associated with immutable characteristics. Some people call that white supremacy. Uh, I just use better words to describe <laughs> it. Um, it. It's just to enforce the status quo with this weird idea that things are the way they are because of some innate law that is handed down by the single creator who just so happens to look like the people who are winning. <sighs> Although all all historical facts uh, go to something quite different, but yeah. you know. Um, so, uh, yeah, on this yeah. story, I mean, we could we could obviously talk about this for a very long time, but I think like sure. the really big takeaway is that a lot of these laws are just not thought through because, on one hand, not mm-hmm. only do you not have very clear means of like enforcement, like how is this actually going to work on a practical level, but the additional question, and like the state of Texas is now discovering like oh wait we have been decimating the, the social safety net and yeah. we are about to have presumably more kids more like people who are gonna need that safety net yeah, yeah. the people spend a bunch who, of time demonizing the people who are on it yeah the people who are seeking those abortions are almost always doing it because like that's the right decision for them they can't take care of that kid like oh, and, and so, it should also be said uh you know most people who end up getting abortions have children already yes These the usually vast majority people yeah, they, they've already created families. This is family planning things. Yeah, it's like, I can't thing. afford to feed a fifth mouth. And it's like, there's. I, I think I had a, another recent uh, article full of links that you can read that it's basically just like, <laughs> we have already established that like people who seek out an abortion and are not able to get it, all of our outcomes are worse. Their mm-hmm. economic, their, their physical health, the wellness of their children goes down because there are fewer... Mm-hmm you know just hours in the day for them um resources get spread thin and so it's like on every measure of wellness you you have worse outcomes if people are not able to get the abortions that they seek so it's just the whole state's just going to suffer as a result of it and and, and it's so stupid because it's like we already learned this if you read anything from pre-row what life was like and if you look Mm -hmm. in any country where abortion has continued to be illegal and one of the Mm -hmm. interesting other things i was thinking about is like in brazil they have an abortion ban but in cases of 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 rape they make exceptions and what they found is incidences of false rape accusations go up because people are desperate and then and then what's going to happen yeah so well i mean we, this is america we know it's gonna happen they trust the dude yeah Just, well yeah nothing's on. ever gonna happen but on, that's easy. <laughs> but yeah uh here are a bunch of laws that are gonna make this a worse place to be um you know mm-hmm. i can't uh i can't recommend many things that's not gonna get someone knocking on my door but this i will say uh, if you find yourself in a service position to these people, spit in whatever you are handing them. Oh, yeah. Brett Hand Kavanaugh them wet napkins. Should never get uh, to eat in peace again. Yeah. Spit in their pizzas. Uh, if if you are delivering food, you, you know what? You ain't even got to go that far to spit in it. Just remove the sticker that proves that nobody handled it. Mm-hmm. And just be like, hey, man, really enjoyed <laughs> your work. Uh, have a good one enjoy that burger just give them the food these people should not be able to rest i want them to think that there's phlegm in everything they put in their body i think that amy barrett's neighbors should just like start mowing the lawn at whatever time she goes to bed (laughs) yeah right and yeah i'm sure clarence thomas is already a miserable person but i just wanted to i just wanted to be just itchier just itchier 
his you know? his wife's an absolute crazy person. Oh, I man. don't think this man has peace. And it's but, like you know, you know, one of the other things is when Roe v. Wade was overturned is he was talking about like this now opens up all that precedent, right? Like we can overturn oh, yeah. same sex marriage. They could yeah. overturn right to privacy Inter- in terms of contraception. Interracial marriage could be. He overturned. failed to mention Loving v. Virginia, yeah, because he was yeah. m- mentioning like Oberfell and. Uh, just and failed listen, to mention Loving v. Virginia, which is interracial Here marriage. is where I would completely go back on everything I've said. If the goal is that Clarence Thomas wants to not be married to Jenny Thomas anymore, <laughs> and he went through all of this, this just to be route. a single man, I'd be like, yo, who? It's tough to fight against that. Like, like well, you know how hard that, that, that work is? But it's another interesting thing is they have like sort of omitted that part, right? Because like, mm-hmm. he he mentioned uh, all those other uh, precedents. Oh yeah, but about he did not mention he loving, did not mention which, loving. Yeah, and yeah, also yeah. Mitch McConnell has uh, a wife who is a different race, and it's like an oh. interesting. Yeah, it's like a real. She's Asian. I'm just shocked that anybody would even, for the sake of uh, just public view, want to admit that they thought his dick was cool. Eh, you know, I mean, people are into some some stuff that I don't get. Touche, you know. Somebody's attracted to ugly turtles. Yeah. Evidently. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's fine. What it that part doesn't affect me. Also, <laughs> there are there are way more reasons to get married than uh genital to genital contact. True. Like tax benefits. Yeah, tax benefits. Um how about Citizenship? Uh, you know the the rolling inequities in our society just make it so that it's easier to be married to a person who has particular things, mm-hmm. and that probably drives a lot more of the marriages than thinking someone's cool, enjoying their opinions or time. Yeah, no, I mean it's a, yeah. We talk about this a lot. It's a fairly new concept that you're supposed to marry your best friend. Right. Yeah. The idea that you're marrying someone that you like genuinely enjoy, that shit is not a hundred years old. It's a luxury brought up from the from the working class. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. I mean they rich wrote people. about it in Romeo and Juliet, but you know what happened at the end of that, right? Yeah, it didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what happens to love matches. Mm, yeah. Um, all right. So I think we've we've definitely talked about that. If you wanna learn more again my article uh you can find it uh on drtimmarie.com on the blog you can see it on philly weekly uh you can definitely check out more about that particular story um but i think it's time for our next regular segment yes yes fucking idiot fucking brilliant you see that's where we take a news article that we like we call it brilliant and we take a news article that we don't like and we call it an idiot yeah so in this case uh we're gonna start with the idiot and this guy sucks yeah. i mean this, this dude is the sucks. worst he is the worst this guy is the worst man i want to say like idiot is a misnomer here he's a diabolical person like Again, it, it's like what he did, and obviously we're going to explain it, but what he did sits on top of so much of our social ills, right? Like it, it sits on top of income inequality. It sits on top of how we deal with the houseless. It sits on top of 
like so many of our social problems that like yeah uh, you know the, the 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 people who say like logic is the thing that rules all come to the conclusion that of course you would do this in a society that allows this yeah it's i mean this this is a we're about to get into it but it's like basically it just feels like uh, this is the plot of les miserables uh you know it's right. like very ridiculous but anyway uh so this this horrible story we'll get into it uh it has to do with uh there is a a mother of five um she is trying to find housing she gets uh like a voucher so she can get uh some you know like assistance in in, in finding housing and yeah. is having and, and when you get those vouchers there are people who have places to live who refuse to take those vouchers yes so it does limit the amount of places that you can go when yeah. you actually fall into this social safety net that um the, uh, one party or both parties have been just blasting holes through for the past few decades but. yeah so she's she's looking for a place she's having a hard time finding any place that she can afford even with that uh and this is around vegas and uh, she eventually like finds this this place that that looks like it'll work, and this guy is willing to bring her in. Um, she had like also for the record like ninety days to get all this done, uh, and yeah. everybody had been telling her no so far. So and she, she needed a place to go yeah. with her five. Yeah, kids? she had been living in just a hotel, like just right. trying to to find a place for them. Eventually, she finds this guy. Uh, his name is Alan Rothstein, and he's a Las Vegas landlord. And he uh, he had her sign a lease that uh, he ended up charging her way more than he had originally contracted for, which is the least bad part of it. He also right. managed to put in writing, in the lease, the requirement that she give him, like, blowjobs on demand for five years. And yeah, uh, direct consent for sexual intercourse and or fellatio or cunnilingus. Yes, and uh, in order to make sure that he could uh, basically make this work, uh, he barred her from dating any man that's physically bigger than he is or who owned it, guns because he knew he was about some, to get his ass beat. <laughs> that is hilarious. I mean, honestly, listen, listen. If you're gonna, if you are the kind of person to put this kind of thing in a contract, I only got to give you kudos for having thought it out. <laughs> he sat at home like, well, how could she get out of this? I know. Oh, she also couldn't eat aphrodisiacs. Oh, which yeah. I don't, yeah, we haven't even I gotten to the weirdest shit of it. <laughs> that that seems strange. Like, if anything, you put in that you have to eat an aphrodisiac when I call you saying I'll be there in a few hours for this fellatio. Yeah, so, I mean, it's funny because, like, to me, like, obviously, bad landlord stories abound there's a lot of awful ones sure um but like on you know he was already charging her more than three times what he was supposed to he harassed her for back rent she didn't owe he tried to evict her and all of it while he's also like sexually harassing her and like the contract yeah it says that she can't be under the influence of an incapacitating intoxicant aphrodisiacs or psychoactive substances including but not limited to alcohol drugs oysters Bremelanotide, which I've never heard of, truffles, sea cucumber, strawberries, lobster, dark chocolate, cocaine, LSD, cannabis, or any other mind-altering chemical or substance, nor have they been given the same by the initiators. So I think he's trying to uh, remove the idea that this was against her will. Like, she wasn't on any substances that didn't say that she didn't want it. 
Also, uh, bremelanotide is uh, a medicine that is used to treat low sexual desire ah. in women, apparently. Oh, okay. It's, apparently, it's used uh, for low sexual desire, which occurs before menopause, and is not due to medical problems, psychiatric problems, or problems with the relationship. So just like a hyposexual sort of situation. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, but everything about this was crazy, and like uh, I have never wanted to bother my lawyer friends more in my life than to be like, you can put this in a contract? You, I mean, you can write down words and make someone sign them that doesn't yeah. mean that it's like legally binding and yeah I think how that's would what that the, be yeah that's that's the crazy part is like did you think this yeah. was gonna hold up in court <laughs> right and, and 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 i'm glad that we're doing the thing of being like yeah this is a silly fucking thing to put in a contract and you bother the contract writer and not the contract signer right because yeah you know there's a part of my head that goes if i saw this shit in a lease agreement i would laugh to myself and you know what? I might sign it. I might sign it and be like, yeah. All right. I can't wait for you to call for this. Yeah. Because well, uh, fucking John Stossel's going to be here with me. I'm getting fucking Chris Hansen in the house for when you walk in. Like, uh, sir, I'd like to sit sit down with me. I want to talk to you. Well, the thing I was contract. thinking about is, like, maybe because it's Vegas, you know, because uh, sex right. work is legal in Nevada. But it's not legal not in Vegas. Not in Vegas. Right. So that's why I was confused. I was like, maybe that would hold. What? It's almost as if this person had money, probably through no uh, actual action of their own, and decided to install himself as a little puppet dictator in a place where the land is cheap so that they could abuse those who don't have land. This, just everything about this story is, yeah, like you were saying, it's just like representative of everything that's wrong. Um, <laughs> I love housing lawyer Bruce. Flammy, uh, shout out to Bruce. He is quoted to say this: "Not even on bar exams in law school, no one has ever put something like this together that I've ever seen." Although, in all candor, I think there's more of those out there. Now that is <laughs> that's tough. That last sentence, ooh, he's like, yeah. you know, if someone's willing to be this dumb, there's hundreds of them. Well, yeah, and this is not the first time he's done it either that's the other thing is there's other women that he has done this to so this, this is, is just funny. the first case that came forward to a lawsuit because that's what brings this to our attention in the first place right. is that this is a lawsuit happening as a result of this which is great i'm glad that this is actually going forward and and he can stop because since since this lawsuit has initiated uh his licenses have been revoked he's on a he's on a federal trial for violating the fair housing act uh, he's denying all of this, of course. Right, and, sure. and he says, like, the contracts speak for themselves. But he was fined, like, $94,000 uh, for listing a fake address for his brokerage firm. Like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's, that's how the that's law the, has to work. Yeah. They, they just they, they throw the book at you. They're like, what are the laws and how are you violating them when they find out that you did something terrible? <sighs> yeah, I mean, that's how it works. But, like, man, what a piece of shit. Yeah, so uh, Alan Rothstein, we, we were saying before this show, like, he challenges me as an abolitionist. I don't believe in prison, but if we're gonna have him. Right, right. <laughs> like, and, yeah, I was. Yeah. <clears throat> My problem with prison is that it's not tried to use, for, it's not used or even tried to be used 
to like rehabilitate or give criminals new skills with which they can use to be productive members of society or just non-detracting members of society but like yeah i mean there's there isn't a harsh punishment that i would say he doesn't deserve like what are you gonna do with this guy like all i can think of is just every penny he makes for the rest of his life has to go to like i don't know women's shelters or something like that i don't i don't even know what possible restitution he could make like what could you possibly do to get this guy uh rehabilitated yeah it's like how could you how could he make his payment back to society when one he's still a he's not even saying that he did it so there's that but even if he was like i did it and i was wrong how do you get him to a point yeah like where he's redeemable yeah, I mean, he's, he, he, this is literally what, what he said in the court records. Any agreements or documents mentioned speak for themselves. And like, that's, that's it. That is, he, that is his defense. His hope is that the judge goes, I mean, they both signed it. Yeah. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. Uh, he a white dude. So who knows? who's the judge I bet you if he walks in he sees a white dude judge he's gonna sit in court and be like so you're telling me there's a chance (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that's that's why he's that's why he's our idiot that's why he's our idiot idiot. and man if only we lived in a society where somebody like that could never come to that conclusion Mm. mm-hmm Well, I think that that calls for a fucking palate cleanser. She couldn't have dark chocolate, (laughs) y'all. She couldn't have strawberries. 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 Strawberries, yo. I didn't know. Like, I mean, I like strawberries. Is this why I've hosted this show for so many years? Is it (laughs) it the strawberries? Is it the strawberries? Has it been the whole time? The whole time? It's just been fucking strawberries. I grew some strawberries this summer. Obviously, I'm irredeemable. This is like, and the oysters thing. It's also funny because, like, there, there's no, there's no empirical evidence to support that oh, any of these things no, do anything. There's no empirical evidence that there's a food that makes you horny. What I are mean, we doing out here? The ones, the ones about like cannabis and LSD are interesting too, because it's like, I mean, there's not, there's, uh, there's mixed data on like cannabis and sex, um, right. but LSD is that a big fucking drug? I that's the thing I think yeah I mean I think that there are people who enjoy the effects of these drugs and then decide to enjoy sex while on them okay. but I don't think that there's a person out there like I can't fuck my dick don't even get hard unless I'm tripping like yikes <laughs> yeah so that was a question but uh but yeah I think this this calls for a palate cleanser mm-hmm. so I think it's time for our final segment today and that is fucking brilliant Look at this. We have good things, too. The world is a dumpster fire. But, you know, sometimes uh, in that dumpster fire is like a bag of uh, popcorn that was thrown away. (laughs) And then, like, while you're watching this dumpster fire, you hear the pops. And you're not going to eat that popcorn. But at least you go, that's pretty fucking funny. Uh, I'd eat that popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a trash panda. Yeah, well, whatever. Yeah. If yeah. you have like week old Indian food in your fridge, I'll eat it. That's fine. If you have, like, oh, I am the garbage disposal in my household. Okay, yeah. Our, 
Like, yeah, don't even worry about it. Like, oh, you're not going to eat the crust on that pizza? Don't worry, I got you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> even guy. though, you know what? As I've gotten older and I'm uh, getting into that camp of if I don't like it, I don't do it, I have been leaving crusts. <gasps> I've been leaving crusts behind. <gasps> yeah. Audible gasp. Isn't that something? But you well, know what? Uh, I'll eat every up. once in a while, I'll knock it down. <laughs> if they... if if pizzas came like marinara, yeah, I'd knock a crust down. This but. is this is literally like the last time I ate somebody's crust. It was it was Celine Rose, one of one of the funniest people I know who isn't Daryl, and uh, she was like, "Yeah, why don't if they like filled it with cheese or like yeah, it came with dipping sauce." You know, <laughs> but now I'm just uh, eating bread. <laughs> there was a there was a, there was a restaurant that did that. Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, huh. why they're not currently running the country, I don't know. Mm, no, I, but, you know uh, what? They might be. The the, the Godfather mm-hmm. Pizza guy put himself up for the job. Who knows where these people come from? Who knows? Maybe he's not really dead. Thankfully, Maybe. he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we have good news. Uh, good other news. than Herman Cain being dead. Um, so not if menstrual- you're an American. This is good news. <laughs> <laughs> this is okay. This is good, good news, news for people Scotland. in Scotland. Uh, so menstrual products like tampons and pads and stuff are used by an awful lot of people, and they're incredibly expensive. And uh, wild. they're There's a pain more, in the there ass. More women on this uh, planet than men. Yeah, um, and you know it's not like you use them from day one, but uh, you know it's a pretty big chunk of your life. It's a yeah. lot of time. It's a lot of effort, and it is an expense that just it only happens for a certain part of the population and it is frustrating that uh, being a woman is so much more expensive. So the period products bill was passed unanimously by Scottish lawmakers. uh, And so now tampons and pads will be made available free of charge in public facilities in Scotland. And it's the first law of its kind in the world. And that's very red. So any public buildings, like schools, universities, like whatever, and it's responsible, uh, the local authorities and education people have to pay for it. So that's right. that's how that'll yeah. work. It's it's government money that goes into it, and it's just made accessible. Uh, man, huh. uh, to think that 2019 was the first time, I don't even know, people probably introduce bills like this all the time, and then the men who were running things go, <laughs> that's, that's, that's cute. Yeah. Well, I mean it's 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 funny because it's like it uh it if it affects a pretty significant portion of the population, but for like what they're expecting is like 20% of the population that lives like in poverty. This is going to be huge. And yeah. it's like it's one of those things where if you can afford your own, then just, you know, get your own. Then That's fine. Like, you can, yeah, I mean, obviously. If you have a preference, like yeah. Yeah, you you want a particular brand, you want a particular whatever. Right. Cool. If you don't use these things, cool. Don't worry about it. Right. But like for the people who are in poverty, this is this is like, you know, this is like school lunch programs. Like if you don't need yeah. it, fucking don't worry about it. Somebody does. Right. You know, it's the same kind of thing. So it's like And it's uh, it's like, listen, e- even if you were getting by without this law being in place, now that money, that time, that effort can be used to do other things, make your life easier, uh, uh, give you something to, to, to squirrel away for a nest egg, uh, uh, use that money to, I don't know, just do something to get yourself uh, more representation in the fucking government or move yourself up in the social ladder. 
Well, I mean, really on a practical level, one of the issues here, because like, again, this isn't necessarily going to affect everyone, but for those it will affect it, it's a big deal because like all around the world, there are menstruating, it's, it's usually often like schoolgirls mm-hmm. who, because they don't have these products, like they then don't necessarily have clean clothes to go to school right? and then they miss out on school, which is a really important thing to go do mm-hmm. and uh that's that's the other issue is this comes up like on average like once a month for several days right. and if you don't have these products and then you don't have clothes and then you're missing several days of school every month that adds up and if we're talking about people who already are behind because mm-hmm. like they're they're worried about like roughly like 20 percent of scottish um people living in poverty and so this is part of one of many projects that they're they're working on here that are that are anti-poverty so it's like i can't imagine being against this for any reason other than you just suck so <laughs> i think this is great i think yeah this is great. totally i you know um, um in a lot of the uh inclusion work that i find myself wrapped up in uh, we often talk about centering the uh, most vulnerable among us and if yeah. you're if you cannot afford tampons i can't see how you are there are people more vulnerable. Like that's fucking ridiculous. Like and yeah. you know. Shout so out this to is, yeah. So this is the first law like this. Other countries are doing like various things. Like so in the UK they they took off the value added tax on menstrual products. Um and then they, they started putting free sanitary products in schools. Um there's a few countries that have decided to to take the taxes off of sanitary products in like Canada, India Australia, Kenya, and then in some states in the U.S. Yeah. And Germany reduced the tax rate on them also because, like, it's not a luxury item. Right. Like, what are you taxing them like that for? Like, it's a is necessary it, right. It's a luxury material. item. What, yeah. what, is ha- what do they accomplish? Like, if you don't have them, how is your life fine? Like, yeah. I mean, I know that there are people in the world who make it work right like there are places that don't have stores and they fucking make it work but Mm -hmm. it is it's such a huge it it just shows what we value and it shows who we don't value we don't care about and i'd say little girls are real high on that list of people that we don't actually care about but we hold them up as this paragon of like purity and we get real upset if they get like impure but we don't actually care about them them. Uh, and and will terrorize other people in the sake for the sake of this purity, but then we really don't advocate for these people at all. Uh, yeah. And there are uh, and you know there are concrete ways with which a society can say we have these people's backs, and these things have been talked about and uh, legislated over for decades at this point, uh, but mm. we still find ourselves in a place where. Um, you know, this this little thing is creating a lot of inequality in our society. It's almost it as if up. the people in charge uh, are in charge to keep inequality happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So, but it is good news. But yeah, good news. Yeah, yeah. Places, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's gonna that's gonna wrap us up today. But uh, yeah, so. We just want to reiterate September 9th at Frankie Bradley's. You can we're come gonna see. We're going to have a party and you're invited. Yes. Yes. We are going to act like we were shot out of a fucking cannon. Yeah. This it's is, been too this long. This is how I'm going. Yeah. It's going to be. It's going to be something. 
I'm wearing our my last shirt live episode things. It's going to be great. Our last live episode was like literally March. March of 2020. 2020. It was days before the world shut down. Like yeah, literal I'm, days. Like, we, literal, like days before. We, like, we had some gallows humor while we were there. Like, ah! Yeah. Like, I mean, it's like, welcome to DCF. Those who are about to die salute you. Why, why are we outside? <laughs> <laughs> and then outside got taken away because you didn't want to ruin Thanksgiving and call your uncle a piece of shit for, for, for objectively <laughs> shitty ideals that he was trying to push while you just wanted some goddamn macaroni and cheese. Stop I being a coward. Call out racists for being racist. If you can't yep. call them out, just stop hanging around them. I did that. It's ter- It's ruining my comedy career. Oh. <laughs> I'm I'm not really kidding, but it's funny. Well, Daryl Charles, who's available for hire for comedy shows, where can people find out more about you? And where can they buy your merch and your album, Black Gentrifier? No, you can get this merch September 9th at Frankie Bradley's. I know that's Ooh. right. But also, uh, you can go to DarylComedy.com. D A R R Y L. If you can't spell comedy, you don't need mine. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, there's a there's a little bit of a you got to be this tall to ride the ride. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, right. but uh, DarylComedy.com. You know, you can find all the information that you'll ever need about me. Uh, if you want extra information, come to a live show, ask me in person, and watch me uh, very funnily not answer your question. Oh, okay. I'm pretty right. entertaining. It's true, Doctor Timmery. Where can the people find you, and where uh, can the people? see you do your thing well you can you can head to drtimmery.com that's dr t-i-m-a-r-e-e and on the blog i have links to the articles that i've written links to just a bunch of news stories around sexuality including the stuff that we talk about on the show you can also get links to my events so i've got a lot of burlesque shows and uh in addition to dtf in in uh September, I've got like a bunch of random fun burlesque shows. We've got the Slut Church uh, going back to twice a month. We've been raging every single Tuesday during the summer. That's, awesome. um, but That's like, the second I'm, summer in a row y'all have been doing there. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's insane. <laughs> there is a market for a weekly metal BDSM burlesque show. Uh, I love it. It makes me really proud to live in Philadelphia. I know people um, who love it and, and find themselves going very often. It's, it's, uh, it's, you know, I think it's also, it's been really hitting me as politically valuable and important because it's like, and it's just like an outrageously sexual, queer, positive, sex positive, body positive show. We've got performers of like all different stripes, right? And, and getting to see lots of bodies that you don't always get to see be sexual mm-hmm. and getting to see people just be happy and doing something simply because it's pleasurable. It doesn't have to be productive. It doesn't have to like serve any greater good than this is something we like. And that that space is getting eroded and eroded and eroded and it's pretty much only existing in these really small, very capitalistic spaces anymore and so i just kind of feel like it's it's more important than ever to support sex positive spaces because we're getting shoved out of the internet and it's just uh you know it's just really nice to find community in that way so Mm -hmm. yeah you can go see all of my weird sex positive events that are coming up i also have like a clothing swap coming up so if you just want like fresh clothes come through you know but all of that is on drsimmery.com 
Um, yeah. And then, of course, you can see me September 9th with my good friend Daryl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank so, you again for listening. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah we miss you. you and I can't yeah. wait to see you. Uh, uh, yeah. It's going to be free hugs on September 9th. It's going to be great. Yeah. So thank you to our editor and producer, Flirt Vonnegut. Mm-hmm. And thank you all for listening. And we will see you September 9th. Bye. And what? And you ain't hanging with the team if you ain't down to fuck.